What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode from Boys to Men. I'm your host Terry, Mr. King, and welcome back to another episode from Boys to Men. Yep. My, my special guest I got on today, uh, they're making a lot of waves in Pensacola and local surrounding areas. Not just in surrounding areas, they we going I think they're going global with it. We're going to go global with it because you know I'm I'm actually walking in the day footsteps. So yeah. <laughs> but no, I am really excited because uh man, these are two brothers. They're not letting nothing stop them from achieving their dreams and their goals. And they literally pushing for greatness and it's just an honor to be associated and just know them and just to be around their presence. But I'm allowed them to introduce themselves. I'll let you go ahead. Which I, well actually I'll let Mr. Yule do it first and then, you know, El Rico. But I, I met I met you first, Mr. Yeah, Yule. yeah, you know. Um well I say it like this, um, Yule Tonstall. Um, I do have a Mr. Unstoppable CEO and also um, I have a slogan which is all 12 rounds yes, sir. <laughs> and my label is 12 rounds entertainment which is torn is the train that's been started up. Yes sir. So that's just me. Just I ain't going to say too much. Yes sir. And now let me go ahead and pass it on to Mr. Wait. Let me. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. It's favor coming in. I'm oh, right. <laughs> hey, you told him I told you. What's that? About him being a Rikishi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. I know you probably too his mouth. He's like, man. Like, he, he, he ain't no Paul Heyman. He ain't no Paul Heyman. But, y'all, yeah. man, and y'all, this is, oh, let me, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, all ages, manager of the year, entertainment, proud to give you. The manager of the year, <laughs> Mr. El Rico. <laughs> we won. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on, man? Glad to be here, man, on this amazing show, man. Dino Torres, manager of the year, man. Um, it has been a blessing watching um, you do your thing. Um, I subscribe to the podcast, yes, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm just very excited to be here. This is going to be a great ride and an exciting next 59 minutes and 59 seconds. So. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's go back. All right. Which one of y'all older brother? I say I am. <laughs> <laughs> we can't tell you. Hey, I've seen your TikTok. Y'all ain't seen the man on TikTok. His dance move. He moving better than most of those young people these yeah. days. Yeah. Hey, I can't, my knees and everything be hurting, but I'm like, hey. Flash dance. Hey, you can get it. Man, but Mr. Ewell, all right, you said all 12 rounds. I remember we touched on that briefly last time we, when we first met. Mm -hmm. Can you go into deeper for these people to understand the mentality of the all 12 rounds? Oh, uh, basically, it's, um, it's a slogan I use to give people the mentality, because um, that's your first thing. you got to have a mental strong for your physical to follow, um, that you can do whatever you set your mind out to do. That don't mean because the first round was rough. You got second round, third round, fourth round, all the way to 12 round. Yes, it ain't over to that bell sound. Yes, and all you want to do with anything you do, you want to go the distance or whatever you do. As long as you go the distance, you're giving your best. So when you walk out the rain, hey, I've done my best. Win, lose, or draw, I've done my best. Yes, sir. And then I know, Arrigo, mm -hmm. when we in the circle, you know, 
shoulder to shoulder. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a similar slogan, but you got uh, your own thing. Yeah. Tell the people. Well, man, um, just with the, so with, with the manager of the year, overall family, man, and who we are and what we do, man. We're a company that's based off of faith, first of all, man. And what we always do is, you know, keep God first in everything we do. Yes, um, and it starts at the head. And that starts with me by living the example that I want all my clients and everybody under me to follow. And majority of them do try to stay to that. You know, <laughs> I, I can't make anybody do anything, but they do try to live by, you know, the example that I set for them. And um, the company manager of the year is just one that's out here just bringing entertainment to the masses through every single vehicle or, you know, way that can possibly be seen. That's through, you know, whatever it might be, radio, TV, film, podcast, YouTube, you name it, everything, man. And and I grew up watching a guy named Steve Harvey. Yes, sir. And Steve Harvey, man, is one of the ones who came out and he told his mom, he said, don't worry, mom, I'm going to be on TV one day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now he's on every single channel that you look on. The man running the game when it comes to this stuff, you know oh, yeah. what I mean? So I look at guys like him and, and um, a couple other guys in the industry, too, I look up to. We base our company, man, just off about helping people, yes, giving back. I came back from LA, man. I didn't come back for me. I came back for the people that I've met so far and the ones I have yet to be to help you. Yes, sir. So that's what it's about, man. Yeah, because look, both of y'all played a big part. Because if it was for Mr. Yule, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't have met you. That's true. Because, that's true. like, I was like a lot of other people mm-hmm. when they seeing stuff that ain't been done around here in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it can't be legit. Yeah, and I get Yule, that line. And look, most, I was like, at first, I, I was skeptic. I was like, mm-hmm. Man, I don't know, man. It's kind of cold, man. Yeah. I'm like, man, it can't be like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And you was like, bro, check him out. Yeah. And I was like, I be seeing stuff all the time. And I just took that that leap of faith. That's it. That's it. And man, honestly, ever since I took a leap of faith, I'm, I'm just happy because it brought my perspective, like everything I could accomplish, mm-hmm. that I was setting limitations on myself from doing. Yeah. But. Man, where y'all get y'all foundation from? Cause look, that's oh yeah, oh, yeah cause that's that's the big thing. Yeah. Cause like it's just a mentality. I know it all starts with foundation, mm-hmm. and I know y'all foundation is real important to y'all. Oh, yeah. And like I know y'all had a little hiccups early on mm-hmm. this year and everything, but yeah. I know the mm-hmm. the lessons were oh, taught. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can y'all touch on a little bit about the foundation? Oh well, first like I say, first is God always, and um, and second, you know what I'm saying it came from my father. Sir. You know, bless his soul right now, rest in heaven. Um, and then it comes from my mother. You know, they always kept us in a church background and tried to raise us and keep us from certain things. But they taught us, which my dad did, he taught us, no matter what, you gotta if you don't work, you don't eat. You know what I'm saying? If you don't if you don't get up in the morning with a mission, then you, you ain't you ain't gonna do nothing that day. You know what I'm saying? Which his mission was I gotta go to work and take care of my family. I gotta go to work. And make this happen. Yes, so I feel that that's how we get the mentality of, hey, you know, he take his family, take care of my family. But on our goals, it's the same way. You got to step out and do it. You got to put in the work. Yes, and that's what my dad taught us. Like, hey, you put the work in, it'll pay enough. Yes, mm-hmm. I know I met, um, uh, when I actually got a, a background role in your play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get the role, well, it wasn't, hey, I said it wasn't my time, and I came in stepping to it late. <laughs> right. But I met him uh, mm-hmm. when we did uh, 
What the, what the hard wants. wants. What the hard wants. Yes. yes. Yeah. Took that thing to Mississippi, bro. Yes, <laughs> Mississippi. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you, echoing off what he just said, man, is the foundation is there and it came from our parents. Yeah. Um, they kept us, they kept us kind of like um, on the mentality of, you know, you go to church, you learn this word, you learn the Bible, you learn the basic principles of the Bible, and you apply that in your life as you go forward. If you do that, you will be successful. And and through that, man, like I took that to heart, and I'm sure he did too. We're both sitting here now, successful black men, um, and use those practices every single day in everything that we do. You know, nothing is done just off of just blind, sure will. Yeah. It's done off of those basic biblical principles, man. And that's kind of how, you know, we both kind of run our companies and kind of live. So, yeah, so echoing basically what he just said. I agree. Yeah. Shoot. And this, it's so important for people to have that foundation. Mm -hmm. And even when they don't have that foundation, there's easy places to go and look for that foundation. Yeah. You see so many people these days get misguided in mm -hmm. the wrong wrong foundation, wrong yeah. like get on the wrong wing. Mm -hmm. And they don't have that type of structure which yeah. is needed. Mm -hmm. And like I know because when me and Miss Hill first met, mm -hmm. I was at the beginning of my battle with like, I just got down like out of my situation. Mm -hmm. you know, I just got dropped, all the charges got dropped and everything too, but I still was like in a dark place because I was like, man, everything I wanted to do, I felt like it was messed up and like I couldn't go forward. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's real some shit. When he came in the room, like, I was like, man, I don't know who this guy is, but it's like, like yo, it's, the way he was talking, it's just like, man, yeah. it just it gave this like, yeah. It recharged my batteries. That's it. That's it, man. And I, I replugged in. I was like, man. I'm like, everything happened. It's going to happen for mm -hmm. a reason. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it happened that it led me to. To be honest, it wasn't y'all, Miss Yule. To be honest, it wouldn't be this. I wouldn't. I would have. I was gave. I gave up on everything. Yeah. I was literally like, man. I'm ready to just work a simple life. Just do what mm -hmm. I gotta do and get by and just give up on my dreams. Mm -hmm. But y'all help me. Dream again. That's it. And I won't say that down. <laughs> just oh, first yeah. off, first yeah. off, but no. So future plans, because mm -hmm. I know y'all got two, two different companies, but it kind of worked together as a family. Mm -hmm. And I know y'all got some big things coming. <laughs> big things coming, because I people people understand how plugged in y'all really is <laughs> in what y'all doing. Fly under the radar. Y'all fly under the radar. Yeah. But do you want to give them a little teaser about what y'all got coming? Cause I know they about to, hey they ain't gonna be the same once it happened. I I, I can really uh, vouch for that. Um, I'm gonna let him speak for you. But for twelve rounds, um, when Torn dropped, oh that's a new artist that I uh, have my label signed, and. It took me a minute to really have somebody pull me out of retirement. That's what I be saying all the time before my retirement. Um, but she really pulled me to the point where I'm going to help her make it. Um, with all the talent that she's bought me, I, there's no reason I can't, I can't help her. Um, she's a phenomenal artist. Um, I put her in a room with MCs that's on the billboards right now, and she'll rip them apart. Um, Matter of fact, she's working on her first single right now. 
but she got a mixtape already in sitting there. Um, but that's that's a project after we drop the single. Okay. Um, but she's in the lab right now working on the single that's gonna really, I mean, you call it Dre Day, but it's gonna be touring day. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. All right, Mr. Enrico. Mr. Mendes of the Young. Man, um, look, 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 man. I'm, um, before I even go into my spells, just once again, I just want everybody out there that's watching this, listening to it on what streaming platforms can they find man, us? Man, we on Spotify, we on Apple, Apple, Google, Google our, our radio's coming soon. Our Gosh. radio coming soon. YouTube. YouTube. Man, anywhere you look up podcasts, okay. you can find it. From boys to men, from boys to men. So everybody listening, streaming, and yeah. Yes, sir. Y'all check them out on the platform. I got to plug you. So, yes, with that being said, um, there's a lot coming down the pipe, man, as far as a manager the is concerned. Um, you, you touched on a little bit when you said the whole dream thing and Favor always says, you know, dreams are, remember dreams are for people that sleep. Yeah. Visions come to those who are woke. You are completely woke right now, brother, because you are actually going after your vision. Yes, See, it's young men like you who are in the game now that are going to influence other young men to try to go after their vision too as well. Yes, you know, because think about it, I said it earlier in the, in the, in the interview that Steve Harvey influenced me, you know, seeing those stories of the ones before me do it yes, made me want to do it. So continue doing what you're doing, man. Let that vision, man, let it lead you. Stick to it. Because, yes, man, so many things come along, man, in our lives to pull us away from whether it's your family, whether it's finances, whether it's health, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, something going to try to stop you. Oh, yeah. The first thing they try to stop you is sleep because you sleep. It's hard to get up out the bed in the morning sometimes because them covers feel so good. Yep. Brother, just know distractions and obstacles are going to always come your way. Yes, but it's on you to get up out that bed, start your day, and say, no, 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 you ain't stopping me today. I'm going to do what I got to do to get to my vision. Yes, sir. And you can see it all the way through, man. So, look, I, I commend you, man. I applaud you on that. Um, with me and uh, manager to your family, man, um, we got a lot going on. Um, the podcast, of course, is up and running. We're actually on break from that. I'll be coming back to that possibly in July. Due to my schedule right now, man, being so just... This is actually, this past, since my birthday in April, I've kind of been on like a little break because I needed it. Because I've got all this content and so much stuff I'm getting ready to release and do. Um far as with the radio show, with um, new TV show concept ideas that I'm pitching and going to be soon working with, you know, Blab TV to start putting that stuff out to help that network out. Um, also tightening up the script of Sacred Heart, which is getting ready to drop, which more information will be coming out about that probably sometime at night or first thing in the morning. More information coming out about that, so um, I'm excited about that one. Um, I got some feature films we've been working on. Um, of course, there's the artist that I already managed, you know, Sophia Steen. She's already climbing the Billboard yes, charts sir. with her new single that's out. Uh, Faber's getting ready to drop his new single coming up here soon. Uh, he was supposed to go down to Kent Jones and be at the Hip Hop Awards, but things got shifted around, so he's got that getting ready to drop. Um, Jeff Sapp, J-Sapp, Mastak, Illis yes, One, sir. always doing something. Mm -hmm. he, the 19th. I gotta look at my watch. Tomorrow, that's tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, he's performing with Spilletry um, downtown. Okay. Downtown, I believe it is. 
Is it called a cigar bar? I think. I know. Yeah, yeah cigar bar. Yeah. What is it called? Casting flights. Casting flights. Okay. Okay. He's at Casting flights tomorrow with Spillery. So catch that tomorrow, nineteenth. Uh, we also have Jakima. Um, she's got her single Summer that's just doing well. Um, my boy Ken, which y'all might know as Big Leg, get ready to come back out. He's actually gonna jump into inspirational music now, so we're gonna be able to push his music. Um, Oh my, I'm just, I got so much stuff going on, I don't want to miss anybody. Yeah. Um, because being a manager, it just, it, it, it entails, it just has so much that comes along with it. Yeah. That you got to have your hands like everywhere. Oh, yeah. But you got to, you got to be one of the people that's able to multitask. Okay. And man, I thank God for the military. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you want for the military, man, I'm for real. Military actually got me ready for this. Because having... Close to like 23, 24 soldiers up under you, just in your little yeah. squad. That's and then, you know, when you move up, become like an E6, all of a sudden now you got a whole platoon. You went from 26 and now you got about 56. And then, you know, you keep going. So, man, like doing that has gotten me ready to where I'm at now. But like I say, it's just so much, man. I'll take up the whole time just, just talk. talking about things that are like literally getting ready to drop like soon. Soon, soon, so. Yeah. And then I know you also work with uh Mr. Mr. Uh RJ J. Oh yeah, 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 well man. Too. Um RJJ man, Roy Jones Jr. man. Um me and him just talked yesterday. Um he's excited about the upcoming Sacred Heart course. Um everything that's going on, you know. Yes. He's just like Rico, look, whatever you're a part of, I wanna be a part of. Yes, sir. So yeah. that connection is crazy because the way he met me was out here at UWF. <laughs> yeah, and hey, UWF, he came to Sacred Heart yep. to come screen it, right? Because Eric Baker told him, like, hey, I work on this project, come check it out. Now, Red didn't know me from anybody, yeah. but when he walked in and seen the professionalism and the way the red carpet and the weight, it was, oh, he automatically from that point on, oh, he, he was locked he in. Like, he, he, was like, he was like, because what you're doing here is the same thing they do in Atlanta, but we can do it here. So I want to help you. So, I mean, from that, man, it's just been, like, crazy. But um, I'm just really excited, man, about touring. Honestly, to tell you the truth, man. I mean, <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, man, um, you know, we started off together. and Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When we started off together, I'd say I wanted to do another avenue. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like I say, basically, when he first came back, you know, he was like, hey, man, got some ideas. He ran across. You know, we did our thing. But... Sometimes like I, said, I had another vision where I want to go, yeah. and I made sure, like I say, me and him made sure like he got that stable. He handled that, you know what I'm saying? He his own man, got his own entity, everything. So like I say, when I, I stepped over here, I wanted to make this side jump, you know what I'm saying? Because we already knew what we wanted to do with this side. Yeah. Now I want to do something with this side here. And it's still, I mean, what, what Torn going to do, she not going to be ratchet. She she not gonna be on there twerking. She gonna actually give you something that's like, wow. You actually just rip somebody up like that, and you will, you you won't even eat meat, but you ripping it up like that. <laughs> vegan like <laughs> meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? I I, I applaud her for is she a lyricist. Yeah. You know, hey, you never know nowadays with social media. When I post it on there. You never know, Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, you know what I'm saying, 50, all of them that be on there like that, when they hear, there's no doubt in my mind, that's, hey, hey, 
she she going she gonna be on Billboard. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt about it. She gonna be on Billboard. She gonna run hip hop. I'm with. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. And, and T man, I'll be honest with you. It was like it was. We started. We were GLR. God yeah. Lord and respect. That's where we started at. Yeah. Uh, together, we was jump off the dungeons <laughs> first. <laughs> but GLR was more us though. Mm. Like that was us. And when we started that, it was like okay, nobody knew us. And and, and a brief rundown of me and you know his history. Um, I left for to join the military, and I went away. So at the age of like 19, 20, like I was gone for almost like a decade. Yeah. Okay. So nobody really knew me, but everybody knew YT in the city. Yes, you know, everybody knew him. You know, um, from playing basketball back in the day. You know, um, him just being him, he was known. So um, I was always like, you know, they didn't really know me. Like what you see now. Yeah. When you see me come out with the belt and you see all the pageantry, oh, yes. you know, the pyro popping all like that, like that's a whole nother side of me. And as you know, me and you being big wrestling fans, yeah. you know, you, you have to have that that personality that when you're in the entertainment or in the public view yeah. that you have to become. Oh yeah. You have to become, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. you know, growing up, man, you know, and being here and, and, and just being gone for that long, I had got a chance to come back and actually recast myself. As a different person. As a different person. Oh, as yeah. El Rico. Come back, you know, this yeah, because when I before that, I was just this nerdy kid that nobody knew. Like, and nobody knew me. Like, <laughs> literally, I could walk through high school and all I would get that go, you a little brother. Go my team little brother. That was it. So um to come back, man, and, and leave LA and take everything I learned out there and come back here, man, and link with my brother and, and start jump off production, then go GLR was such a blessing because yeah. anytime you get a chance to work with family that's like really on board and that's that's the coolest thing like in the world it. it's the coolest thing in the world man it's to be on a ride with your family you know what i mean like blood family like hey we riding yeah. you know what i mean so um when we did glr man we did a lot of concerts um a lot of gospel concerts okay. a lot of that man and um toward the end of it we started dabbling more with like hey i'm gonna start fooling this acting thing a little bit so I started doing acting classes and kind of at that time I was the main teacher. Yeah. Like I was teaching everything and I learned the actors core under Eugene Benuka in LA. I came back in and I started teaching it. Because okay. I was like, if I'm gonna jump in this game and start directing and producing my own stuff, I gotta make sure the actors are on point. And they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So slowly but surely, like a small army has been like building up because I've been doing this now for a while. Like, don't get it to it. This ain't no overnight success. So. It ain't nothing like that. And when when Sacred Heart drops and it, it's going to blow, and everybody will be like, they came out of nowhere. No, bro. They've been working. They've been, been doing this, man, for. But people don't jump on until the later round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how it is. But hey, I understand that. Because yeah. what, what you do and what we all doing right now. Mm -hmm. It's a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Some people ain't gonna take that leap of faith with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause I ain't God, and he ain't God. You mm -hmm. ain't. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, hey, I'm gonna wait a little bit. Yeah. Then they'll jump in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, you know, hey, Jesus had to perform miracles before he yeah. like, believe who you are. Yeah. 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 You choose who you is. You yeah. show me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta show me. Yeah. So that's that's the same thing right now. Yeah. You know, God is inside all of us. So when we do what we do, then why you think? Uh, 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 Tyler, 
You know what I'm saying? Kanye, a, a Jay Z, and all them. Now everybody, they didn't start off like that. Mm -hmm. you know, they right. built that. Yeah. And then they kept proving people wrong. What do you think? They like, oh, oh, Think about it. On, on one of the greatest documentaries, guys. If, if people that's listening, if you haven't checked out Jesus, the the, the Kanye. Mm -hmm. I ain't, seen it all, I ain't seen the whole seen thing. It all, yeah. I ain't seen it all yet. But man, if, if you get a chance, everybody's listening, check it out because yeah. this man had a guy following him around with a camera. The camera guy was a nobody. He was just like, hey man, I just want to follow you around. And who would have ever thought that he didn't see that Kanye was. He knew because he was like, man, I just want to film you. I just want to film you. Yeah. And man, Kanye blew and became this big star. You know what I mean? So I. To translate it back to what we got now, yeah. we sitting here like, yeah, man, you know, we on the podcast, we all cool, yeah. we chilling, talking. Yeah. But like, you know, two years from now, all of a sudden, boom, yeah, you a big deal. You like, man, remember we sitting, you live here, the green screen. Hey, look, and that's the thing about it. I tell people all the time, I was like, I was like, man, because when I came back to this campus, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I ran into Mr. Yule and everything, mm -hmm. I actually got back in school. Mm -hmm. I became like a a mentor to certain people mm -hmm. in the same sense. Yeah. And like these people that and it was kinda of funny because like I was gone for like two, three years. Mm -hmm. Not like saying ten years, but yeah. from this campus, that's basically a whole like everybody else here, go. They gone. Yeah. So yeah. I got a chance to reinvent myself. There you go. And reinvent my image. Yeah. I ain't the taint image that they try to perceive upon me mm -hmm. hold me down. That's it. And like it's funny because now I look at these kids like, man, you just like me, but you don't know what you got. Yeah. So I was just like, hey, don't, if you want this, you got to focus on this. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if I knew what I knew then, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. people don't understand. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the world is really at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you just got to reach out and grab it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to it reach, it really is really wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Because... As soon as I left meeting Miss Yule, mm -hmm. later that night, I went to the gym. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, I said, man, this ain't a cool way to do it. I said, you know what? And I'm like trying to tell you and, you and you was on the treadmill. Yeah. And I, I, I said, hey, man, I just met your brother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I know we, like you touched on something. We, we mm -hmm. a wrestling influence. Like, oh, okay. I, mean, I grew up. I grew up WWF, you know I'm a 92 baby. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I grew up in WWF. Attitude there, right? Attitude there. Yeah. You, Monsieur, you, you're a wrestling fan too? Boxing. Oh, you're a boxing fan. Okay, okay. I'll come with that story in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I got a little bit of both, so it, it works perfectly. Yeah. All right. As a, act, uh, well, mm -hmm. as a wrestler, all right, I think I know the answer already. Mm -hmm. Influence-wise from back in the day, the guy that you say, man, when he walks in the room, he demands, and he he like he can't help but like want to have that same aura. Yo, who is that guy for you? DGR81, <laughs> the great one, <laughs> the jabroni beating, high eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising. that guy, man, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, brother, like him. I grew up literally. My dad with a big camcorder. That's twice the size of you guys cameras you got now, and I had a paper belt made out of cardboard. Oh yeah. And I wrote WWF champion on it. He had a belt too. He made my he wasn't in it. He had a belt too. Well, he had a belt too. But man, I would come out and literally put on shades, bro, and cut promos. And my dad would record me. 
And I wish I could find those things now. Yeah, look at the Cause look, man. James got oh, a lot of them, though. We're not going there and look at them. See, hey, because okay. now, when you do your new intro, yeah. you got to throw that one on the video. Like, that's going to be your pyro. Man. And then, boom. But just know, if you, like, we, me and you had this discussion yeah. already. Cause, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you and we had this discussion yeah. at the gym. Yeah. Okay. So, look, I was told, if he's the rock, who would that make me? Go ahead and ask for it. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Yes, I'm the one. Look, man. And I'm right now. Right now, man. Roman is the hottest in the game right yes, now. Yes, him and the Usos. I mean, yeah. And and I got right twin cousins too. Hey, I'm just gonna tell Sean and, and Drake. Oh, uh, hey, y'all stand on the side of me. Yeah. And look, we can make a little. Uh, did you see that parody video that's out right now? Yeah, that little. What did the kid <laughs> do? Do that like the wise man? Yeah. Oh, that is so funny, well, man. I got a. I got a guy to work with me. Little stubby guy. He get mad when I call him stubby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, hey man, I'm gonna do a skit. Yeah. Like, I want I saw him, I was like, hey, we can do this better. Yeah. I was like, I got twin cousins. You you short and stubby, I just need you in a suit. And I'm like, don't get some titles. You hold them. And, <laughs> and he looked at me like, boy, you don't get the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, Paul Hamlet, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Actually, yeah. I feel like he would be the best manager. When, go, when it all said, oh, yeah, history, yeah, 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 hands down, right, because hands the only down. ones that even in his strategy would be like Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, or Bobby the Brain Heaney. I can't even say them because look, he think about when it comes to Paul Heyman, mm -hmm. the consistency of who everybody he picked. But the only reason why I put Bobby Brain Heaney and Jim yeah. Hart, uh, uh, what was it, Jimmy Hart? Yeah, Jimmy, was it Jimmy? Had the the, the, the microphone. Yeah, yeah, the gym, yeah, yeah, the gym. yeah. Okay, so I put them in that category because they did multiple people. Oh, yeah. Now Paul, his biggest claim to fame is Brock Lesnar, yeah, and Roman. Yeah, you know, so he had RBD and everything too. He did. Big show. Yeah, he had a couple. But the claim to fame to them too, but Bobby Bray Heenan. Oh, CM Paul. Oh, he had CM Paul too though. That's true. Yeah, he had CM Paul. So of that era, I gotta put him up there. But Bobby Brain Heenan had a, a stable. Heenan was a legend. Yeah. Just what, like Paul Fair. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, what if. Imagine Paul Heyman managing John Cena. Well, John ain't never going to turn heel. He, 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 he just never going to turn he, heel. Even though, even though Peacemaker is a heel. Yeah. He just won't do it for. Because he's a make a wish guy. Mm -hmm. and that don't like, mean nothing. I'm okay, telling you. Know, he, he can do. He can, yeah. You got to learn. John Cena, you know what I'm saying? If he would just ever turn heel. Well, but Cena, we got wrong, man. Yeah, yeah, he had it run, so he just kind of dying out. He just yeah, helping out. Yeah, he helping yeah. out. Because he's making more money in, in, you know, the entertainment industry on the outside. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he's doing what Batista wanted to do. But he couldn't do. Yeah, he can't do. You know, I mean, yeah. he got Guardians of the Galaxy and a couple other, but he ain't. Yeah. He ain't Cena is yeah. just on. I mean, not, not, none of them on like The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> and none of them on like Dwayne. Facts. But, you I was, know, Cena's close. And I said this, uh, on a podcast not too long ago, mm -hmm. I said, tell everybody, I said, yo, F the rock. I'm the, hey, no offense to the rock. I'm like, hey, yeah. you on top right now, but yeah. I'm coming. Look, the same thing, and this thing about it too, people don't know. Ron Wright's from Pensacola, Florida. That was that like, Pensacola actually doing a lot of, yeah, we, got a, we got a lot of stuff going on yeah. now. I think we're the top of the Deadhead Wrestling Universe. Yeah. We got Manager and 12 oh, Rounds yeah. coming up. Oh, and, yeah. you know, after y'all, the way I'm, I'm, I'm watching and learning. I'm doing. I'm picking. I'm picking from every last one of y'all. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, when, when I ain't gonna lie, when I drop, <laughs> yeah. 
Man, look at you already. You already that man. Like I watch your um, you know, your stuff you put out, yep. especially on Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram. And I see you on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing you got to look at, and like I said, always when I'm doing the interview, I'm always referring back yeah. to what you talked about earlier. And I know one of the things you said, uh, you bring positivity. You don't focus on the negative, putting that out for the masses to see. Mm-hmm. So if I'm following your story, and like I said, I'm on IG, yeah. and I'm seeing you. Do skits, be with your child, yeah. graduate. Yes, sir. <laughs> See, that's positivity that you're doing, man. As a young black man, you're doing that. Yes, and that's more than anything that could ever be done because there's so much negative that can be seen. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're doing that, man, and you putting positive energy out there, man, yes, like that's huge, bro. That's huge, change. man. Like they said, you change. might not think nobody looking at it and don't get it twisted because people ain't getting the like. Uh, they ain't, yeah. People seeing it. Yeah. It just ain't saying nothing. Yeah. And it's the ones you think, you'd be like, man, I really wish you look at my stuff. And they looking at your stuff, bro. Oh, yeah. They looking at your yeah. stuff, bro. You keep staying positive. That's keep putting out that positive, and I guarantee you, bro, it's, it's going to work out for you. That's it's going to work out for you. Don't don't let that, that negative Nancy train come along. Oh, trust me. It, it, it tried to sneak back up not too yeah. long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, man, nah. Because, nah. like, my biggest thing, because, like you said, I graduated. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing was that was huge, bro. Like one, I thought I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. and I had a. I said this is something like was like. All right, I, I watched like anime. It's like mm-hmm. when Rock Lee fought Gar. If people watch Naruto, mm-hmm. or if it was like, I'm gonna put it this way. When Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, mm-hmm. greatest WrestleMania match. Greatest, of greatest match of all time. Yeah. It's yeah. like. I feel like I was rocking out to beat my idol. And like, I was like, bro, if I do this, there's nothing yeah. really to stop me. Like, them shackles that was on me from that, mm-hmm. let me know, like, bro, yeah. there ain't nothing to stop me, like, with anything I do, because I thought I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I proved myself wrong. Yeah. So I can prove myself wrong. Yeah, everybody else's opinion, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm focused. I was like, damn it, I did this, and I knew I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what else is that I think I can't do that I can do? Yeah. And I'm like, people's like, bro. Like, they don't say like, yeah. For not people people know, but they don't know. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm already mm-hmm. I'm running like this. Yeah. And I feel like the way God's moving and everything, like, yeah. Cause it, it, was, it was nothing but God, cause yeah, just coming back it alone, that was mm-hmm. that was like the thing that traumatized me the most, mm-hmm. and I didn't think I could do it, yeah. and I made it. So. You did, man. You did, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you. I seen it, yeah. and you just do it once, you did it twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did that. Hey, you know, I said I want to be a Roman Reigns on two times. Yo, bro, like, like, you, you, did that, time. man. you did that, man. Like I said, I, I I am well pleased with you, man. I'm. I'm I'm for real, and I seen that right there, man. I take, I salute you, man. Yes, I you have, keep on, keep on pushing, brother. Keep on pushing. Bro. I had good role models because when I mean, you told me your story, like when you came back, you you was a valedictorian. Oh yeah, yeah man. Of the last class, bro, last class of Virginia College. Shout out, man. Yes, Anybody sir. went to PC, baby. We yes, did that, sir. man. But valedictorian, man, gave the last um, commencement speech um, for the entire school, man. Like. And how, was, and how old were you when you did Man, I was, I graduated at 30, I'm 42 now. I graduated when I was 37 or 38. And so it was about four years ago. And yeah. I said, shoot. I was like, man, 
Cause I have to think of me, I'm too old. I, like, I don't have to go back and be like, <laughs> so I know that yeah. old people, like, mm-hmm. I never imagined myself being 30 graduated. Yeah. But one thing I said, and when I started, I was like, once I realized it was a culture, I said, man, the thing I always wanted, I can see my kids can see me finish something. That's it. And That's I was it. like, this is the first thing I said, I finished from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. So I was like, man, if I could do when my kid, my son, when my son came up to me after graduation, he's like, "Damn, I'm proud of you." Mm-hmm. He go to school. He he go to school. He's like, "Yeah, my dad graduated." Yeah. I was like, <laughs> "People are saying when the kids start doing yeah, that stuff, means that's a lot, bro. It means a lot, man. Because you 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 could have walked away. Oh yeah. You could have walked away. You could have stayed in that bed, right? Stay oh, in yeah. Stay. oh yeah. Hey, that was like vision. And like all the people don't understand, like my room right now, mm-hmm. I make it so uncomfortable. So I got to get up. Because mm-hmm. like it's summertime. I've been to my uh the AC unit out of there. Mm-hmm. But then like got the fan. I ain't set nothing up, so I was like, no, nah, I wanna just be like, bro, it's hot as crap. Mm-hmm. At six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'ma lay here and keep mm-hmm. or I'ma get up and move and then I'm gonna get some air and get some breathe. Cause That's man, it. I said I realized after you get the, through that uncomfortable phase, everything you want is on the other side, mm-hmm. and look, the things I got planned, the things I done wrote down, yeah. I finally wrote it down, and I was like, man, made sure I said, you know, this ain't something I want to do, this is something I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. now it's like, I, I feel bad for anybody mm-hmm. that yeah. really was against me. Yeah. Cause they about to be really mad with me. I mean, they ain't about them. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad to see the people that was there for me and mm-hmm. was with me. Yeah. To see that I ain't give up and give thanks to God, cause He was there even when I didn't. Yeah. Nobody else yeah. was. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we, you know, so you gotta realize you're your kid's first role model. You wanna be. Yes, Everybody sir. ain't wanna, but that's to do that because they put themselves first. Yeah. So you know, you being your child's first, you know, role model. That that's a. Uh, a big step for them and you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you want them to believe in you, you're a parent. Yeah. What parent don't want their child to believe in what they're doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as your future, you know, when you look at your future, you don't wrote your thing down, that's gonna help you to forget the struggles or the mistakes that you had from yeah. your past. So now you can move forward because that's gonna pull you. But a lot of people keep looking back and remembering, man, I remember that happened, that happened. No. When you start marking your, your territory, your purpose in life, you got to start letting that pull that towards that, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so I can say it's a mental thing all day. I look back and say thank you now, because mm-hmm. I'm glad I went through that. And to be honest, I got to also give thanks to your dad, y'all dad, because mm-hmm. one thing that stuck out to me, because I wasn't doing this at all, like, I was there most of the time, but I wasn't there when I know I could have been there. Mm-hmm. I put, had other stuff going on. But like y'all, your dad was always at every. Your dad and your mom was at every yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, man. I'm like, they grown. They dad still does. Yeah. I said, don't miss a one. I said, man. One, every like my son, he do his little acting stuff at mm-hmm. Pensacola Little Theater. Mm-hmm. I ain't missed a show yet. Yeah. Like I take him to school every morning, majority of the time. My mom would probably do it every once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. like this whole year. And like my son, he recently just got. They, you know they do the end of year awards. Mm-hmm. Man, look, my mom knew he was going because I punished my son when he be messing up. 
Mm-hmm. I do push-ups and sit-ups, or you gonna go read a book. Yeah. So, he got, every word that they had out there, he got it. Like, wow. he went about five to six times. Then they just like left the last one for the AR and everything. Yeah. And I was like, who got the most AR? And kept, everybody said nothing. He said, oh, I do. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't want to do it. Hey. The next one up, they said, the one that got the most AR points in the whole school. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. Then look, they kept running on this, like, yeah, he take three at home every day. He take them here. Boom, I was like, because look, one thing he said, he's going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. And I always hear the story about Steve Harvey. Everybody yeah. heard the story. Yeah. His daddy said, no, the devil you're going to do, write it down. Mm-hmm. I got a, I have a thing written down on the thing. I make a read every day. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, you want to be on TV? This is one thing I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I know you might struggle with mm-hmm. is reading. Mm-hmm. And when they give you your own script, you got to be able to read. So if you want to be a star, yeah. you better start reading these books. If you ain't reading the books, I don't even know why I'm taking the acting classes. Eat in there every day before you get, before you do anything. Mm-hmm. I need two AR tests, and I don't need no, no, one or two stars. I need every check. Yeah. If you miss one and out of four or five, I'll let that slide. Mm-hmm. If it's two out of three, maybe. But like I'm gonna ask you questions, like I want you to read this out loud, hear your mm-hmm. voice and everything, because I know how important that is yeah. and everything. But look, my mom knows like, oh I'm so proud of you. I was like, yeah, y'all ain't married now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Good parenting, man. Good parenting. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that from actually yeah. y'all, because I know you do stuff with your son already. Oh, y'all yeah. both do stuff with your yeah. kids. Yeah. And like, yeah, your heavily involved. Always yeah. yeah, heavily involved, man. I got a two year old sitting at the house, and literally I just left him. Um, <laughs> we sent him to bed, and, and at the two year old stage, you know, we, we, we doing the whole potty training, and, oh, yeah. you know, going through all of that, man. And I told my wife, and we had him, I was like, look. I want to be involved in every single step. Yeah. Like I, I want, I want, I want all the smoke. Yeah, all the smoke. I want all the smoke. So get to me. And she was like, "You sure we can put them in daycare?" No, no, I want the smoke. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So man, I'm, I'm all in, brother. All in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause, shoot. Cause the funny thing about it, I ain't gonna do all that with both my kids. Mm-hmm. Cause with both of them, I had a little obstacle before mm-hmm. actually being in their lives fully. Mm-hmm. And it's like right now I'm just trying to be like bro. So that was eventually when I find that that my partner in life that gonna yeah. rock with this thing with me, mm-hmm. shoot. Because I gotta look at it, I was like, man, to be honest, I'm modeling everything I'm doing is similar to what y'all do. <laughs> like the church, I was like, man, it's all start with both of y'all because oh, it's love, man. Because <laughs> y'all, yo, y'all, y'all elevate each other. Yeah. And it was like one thing I learned about a lot of people, they like think it's competition, mm-hmm. even with family. Yeah. Cause I got a big problem. Like I tell you all the time, mm-hmm. like Roy, man, like mm-hmm. I don't, he, he don't even probably know this. Like I just feel so. Like I don't want to go ask my cousins for help, cause mm-hmm. I don't want to say, oh, the reason I made it is cause of help. Yeah. And that just make my pride. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he probably be like, man, yeah, come in. Let me show yeah. you and guide me, teach me something. Yeah. And I look at y'all all the time, I was like, man, if I just stop trying to compete, not just me, mm-hmm. if the people of this generation or even the people in this world stop trying to compete and just elevate each other yeah. and get on the same kind of path and just say, hey, man, I'm going to help, we helping each other, we depth for each other, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm gonna stop because we done with it. Oh, yeah. Look, we just do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't let it be no competition. Do your thing. Yeah. Hey, it might pop or it might bypass the one that started before you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just do your thing and what it's gonna be, it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? You can't look at the start line. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Just hey, just set it up and do it. That's it. We talked about it on my um for my podcast on um, Southern Gentleman. Oh, yeah. so Southern Gentleman, so, which is um, yeah, Southern Gentleman podcast available on, on Apple, you know, Spotify, Google, you know, check. Hey, out. Hey, you know, we yeah, I, I subscribe. I subscribe <laughs> on most podcasts. I subscribe to this one. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. We, we have some good topics, and one of the topics was about kingmakers, right? Because um, kingmakers are far and few in between. Because it's rare when you find a king that looks back and wants to make another king out of somebody else. Most kings only look to defend their throne and their, you know, their area or wherever they at. Because they don't want somebody to come up and supersede them. So in today's game, um, even if you look at entertainment, before we go to local, you look at entertainment, you got guys like Jay-Z that look out for Kanye's and look out for the ones up under him and he make them, made them kings. Same with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's a kingmaker. He made 50 Cent a king. Yeah, See what I'm saying? Eminem's a king. See what I'm saying? Tupac. So, yeah, Tupac is a king. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what we have to look at. So now when you drop down to the local level, and we, let's say we had a discussion on the podcast, I was like, okay, in my area of Pensacola, who's a kingmaker? Who is the one that's reaching back that's saying, like, I'm on, now I'm going to put you on? You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what we have to be. That's why. My motto of the way that I live is that all my clients, I don't expect everybody to stay on that level for the rest of the time they're with me. Because if you are, you don't need to be with me. I want you to supersede and pass me and be like, hey, Rico, I made it. Because I'm not trying to sit and be the only one with a, with a big yeah. house and nice cars and like I, I don't live like that yet. Yeah. Like, man, he got all this you know, stuff. Yeah, and everybody else struggling. <laughs> You know what I mean? So being a kingmaker, man, in this city, you got people like Roy, who he, re- he looked out for me. That's what he's doing. He's looking out for me. Yeah. But you know what I mean? We have a lot, you know, and that's just one person. You can't name a bunch of them yeah. that's reaching back, creating other kings. Okay. I've seen them, you know, elevate. So hopefully the three brothers sitting here on this podcast right now, we're going to be able to continue doing what we're doing and making other kings. Oh, yes, sir. So that's the game plan. The ultimate goal is to make other kings. Yes, sir. So yeah. I'm with you. Well, Mr. Ewell, we we touched on the wrestling and everything. But I forgot we <laughs> talking about boxing too. All right. So, and this is why I sip my water. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, who, who was that guy? Frankie you, Marciano. <laughs> for you. <laughs> that just you're like, man. Hey. I mean, of course, you know, Jones all day. Okay. Oh, uh, you know. Jones just changed. He was the Michael Jordan of boxing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he came in, you know, with a swagger on his shoulder to prove to the world that, hey, they may have took something from me, but they don't take it no more. And when he got back here to the city, a small town, he made sure that, because this ain't Vegas. Uh-huh. This little old Pensacola, Florida. He put it on. But this little town, country boy, came back and ran the world. And like I said, to this day, I mean, that man, like I say, he motivated me to do what I did. You know what I'm saying? Um, 3 a.m. runs, 5 a.m. runs, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just training hard. 
uh, went from, you know what I'm saying, 345 pounds, and, and they laughed at me when I first came to the gym, you know. Now they ain't laughing no more. <laughs> had gotten a little trouble. And after that, I got out, I went straight to the gym. I said, I want to box. And, and, and they were like, well, hey, as long as you keep coming, then, hey, we'll help you. And I did that. Um, trained hard, um, did what I was supposed to do, got down in five, you know, 205. I think my lowest I got was like 196, 197. And then I pretty much mellowed out by 205, 215, right up in there. Um, but, like I say, man, the fault, um, you know, been in the rain with a lot of different people, smoke gainer. Uh, the Benny Ray, like I said, with Billy Lewis, um, Dunn and McClellan, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Actually, like I say, I don't even talk about this, but like I say, Billy Lewis, the one that trained me to become a pro. Uh, Kenny Davis trained me as a as an uh, amateur. Um, I don't know if Sellis, I don't know if y'all probably know Sellis, but Sellis was the world champion. Got in the ring with him. Uh, he taught me some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I took some whoopings. But I gave out weapons too. Yes, sir. Um, I done came home with, with, with black eyes, but I gave him black eyes. But that taught me that tomorrow I'm gonna go back in there, and I got something I gotta give back. I may have went home like this, but tomorrow I had to come back stronger the next day. And, and like I say, they talk on Arthur, Arthur. Um, can't think his name right now. Um, but he helped me. You know, there's a lot of different people that helped me along the way in the boxing game, and. Um, Actually, Billy, we spoke to, um, went out to um, Roy House. Um, it was some Russians, he was flew in. The one he fought in the last fight, I think. Uh, it was, I'm trying to think of their name. They was, it was Russians, and um, I can't think of their names right now, but Billy had set it up um, going out there with some dudes from Vegas, was fun and stuff like that. Um, but that was the time that life changed for me. Um, Got in a little more trouble. <laughs> and then after that, I just kind of said, hey, I'm just going to work from here on out. Because I keep hitting these stomping blocks. But, hey, maybe I can send this on to my son or somebody else, what I was taught. And, and you know, the dedication that I did have on um, Give it to somebody else. Because not all the time, your talents is meant for you to make it. Sometimes it's meant for you to pass it to somebody else and you watch them make it. Because, like I say, Moses, he had everything. Yeah. But he was he didn't make it to the city. Like I say, sometimes if you leave somebody else, it always about you. Sometimes it's about you helping somebody else to get to the point to where you can look at them and say, I was part of that. So, like I said, any day, man, like I said, I had my fun with the boxing. Um I, I was they had me for the newspaper, you know what I'm saying? One of the top heavyweights on the Gulf Coast. Yes. Um the news, the news, uh, Channel Three News came there, interviewed me for um I fight for Walton. Um, I had gained an amateur title over in Fort Walton. That's where I wanted at. Um, like I say, I had a different stuff, but I just, I don't ever talk about it, but it made me feel like I can, I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now I'm at an age now, I just want to see other people make it. Um, and just enjoy some good music. Yes, so that's why I want to put this artist out named Torn. And that's why I got 12 rounds of entertainment. Yes, to let them know that boxing is a part of all parts of life. No matter how you look at it, can't nobody out train a fighter. No. Nobody. And I don't care what you do, can't nobody out train a fighter. That's the hardest sport in the world. And when you a man, when you get in that ring, let us you know how tough you is. Yeah. So that's why I tell you that, hey, boxing, 
taught me a lot. And it, it, it's helping me to, I done had some bad days as well as good days, but I boxed my way through it. <laughs> I try to control it. And also when you have a good corner, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you have to what, what I'm doing wrong, what I need to do? And they give you some pointers and they'll help you back out, get back out there in the rain to finish up the fight. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, man, at the end of the day, um, boxing is the, is the world's greatest sport. No matter how they say it, UFC, whatever, the most people you're going to see talk about that is people that, they some average Joes. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Because they couldn't make it in boxing. And the people you see in wrestling couldn't make it in that field. Yeah. But when you make that's it in boxing, man, 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 a world true. champion, you walk around with an unsurprised all the time. Everybody want to be around the champion because you the world heavyweight champ. Cause can't nobody get in the ring with you. You the one winning that title. You the one getting out there running. You the one going out there putting the punches out there. You taking punches. You slipping punches. You doing that. So that's why everybody want to be around you. And that's why I want to have a strong label foundation. So when people come sign with the label, they'll know that they got a team around them. And like I said, it started from GLR Productions. And it's going over here to 12 round in a tank. Oosh. I just got knocked out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that knocked out somebody because, shoot, <laughs> man, what you, everything you said right there, if they didn't feel that, <laughs> they need to go re examine themselves. <laughs> All I can do is meditate on it, as you were saying. Yeah. Because. No matter what you do in life, you're going to have some stuff in the Oh, yeah. And I think that come back to, like, I think well, this whole talking to me about kingmakers. Mm -hmm. Because it's about the road and the path you, you lay for the next person. And the road, the road map that you help guide them from not making the same mistake. Because... Mm -hmm. That's actually what I made the show about because I ain't want the same people make the same mistake I made. Mm -hmm. So they won't have to go through the same trauma that I've been through. Because trauma, it got both sides. Like I said, it got some good days and bad days. It just has to how you use it. Because mm -hmm. everything that happened to you is for your good. <laughs> <laughs> the good Lord said that. Yeah. <laughs> the good Lord said that. But Closing topics, closing, closing uh, remarks. What y'all, alright, let's talk about the, because I know last time we was talking about roadblocks. Mm -hmm. So, what are some roadblocks that, you know, really y'all faced that y'all overcame? So, people, like, some of that, alright, how I want to put this. Some people out there, they face some roadblocks right now. And they don't know how they're going to overcome it. And I just want y'all to give some words of encouragement for these people to understand, like, don't give up. Be No matter how bad it gets, it's just, it's just a moment and stuff. I want y'all to give them some words of encouragement because, like I said, I don't know who this is reaching and who might be listening to this at this right time. But if they listening, I want them to understand, like, it's okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, roadblocks for me, um, life in general, you know what I'm saying? Um, after divorce, life changed for me. Um, my kids, you know, gone to another state. 
um, uh, child support to my mouth out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm gonna tell you about reality. I ain't gonna tell you nothing that's gonna sugarcoat that. Yes, sir. Um, I done lost a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, I done been working my tail off. It seems like I never get where I need to be. But at the end of the day, I can still smile, do TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Because people say, well, you shouldn't. But at the end of the day, you let people know that you can smile through it all. Because people are wondering, well, how you get on there and you going through this? Well, how you, you know what I'm saying, you going, because that, ain't, that don't define me. You know what I'm saying? That ain't going to change my character of who I am. Because if it do, it's going to take me down that dark road of depression, anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about the dark side and all that stuff. When everything first happened, you had your thoughts. But you had to realize, like, hey, that's just a, a, like you said, a stumbling block. Because there's something greater on the other side, you know what I'm saying, that I got to get to, and it's trying to stop me. So a lot of people that took their lives before their time came. And it's sad, but a lot of them, because they went through divorce, kids, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, financial, um, you know, breakups. I mean, just, just a lot of stuff that make people and it, it, it shows their true character because you can't be weak in a world that's full of bees and people. Yeah. Because just because I say, well, I don't, I don't like you because you short. Yeah. Or like you say, y'all call them stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's certain people that it, that, that'll break them behind, behind closed doors. They're crying yeah. or they commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let's be real about it. Like some people ain't built for criticism. But if you is built for it, because it's coming and a lot of work we doing, you don't think nobody gonna sit there and say, no, I can do better than him hosting the show. I can do better than him uh, uh, managing people. I can do better than him uh, finding artists. It's always somebody looking at you want to take your spot. You might be good at it, you may be great at it, yeah. but it's always somebody lurking saying, I can be better than them. Is it wrong? No. Ain't not wrong. Do you. Feel how you want to feel. Because at the end of the day, that ain't gonna stop who I am. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I'm here to do. That's what God told me to do when I was asleep, and when I got up, I made it happen. So at the end of the day, man, roadblocks, like I say, reality real with me. I'm still going through it, but I see a future, and that future, I will keep going. No matter how many rounds it takes, I'm going to keep punching myself to it. Because just like that side of life got two arms, I got two arms too, yes, and we gonna duck it out. Yes, sir. I ain't falling, cause I done came too far. Yes, sir. Oh, I can't follow that. No. <laughs> no, so it's been another great episode. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, healing, everybody. Let's start healing right now. Let the healing begin. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that. I mean, yeah, ditto. <laughs> oh man, no man. I yeah, I actually I concur with everything you just said. Um roadblocks, man. I mean I've we've all experienced roadblocks in our life. Roadblocks start from even when you in school, you know, and then even when you get out of school and for me I'm very transparent, you know, all the roadblocks that hit me in my life, I mean, I got a GED. 
You know what I mean? That when I first got out of um, uh, Robertsdale High School, leaving the scam going to Robertsdale, where I failed the test that they gave me, like, I don't even know how many times. I couldn't pass it. I couldn't pass it to save my life. Every time I went in there and thought I was good, oh, you failed again. Okay, I'm going to take it again. But you got two more tries. I failed again. I go, failed again. Sometimes, man, you know, stuff, as you said earlier, battle-tested makes you stronger in the long run. Getting those scars and those whips and getting burnt makes you stronger. So when graduation came and everybody else walked across that field, and cause we was outside back in the night, oh, you don't know about that. You uh, know, uh, but we was out Yeah, yeah, you up in the civic center, you know, the AC. But we outside on the football field. They calling our names and they all getting diplomas over mine up, and it's just certificate of completion, saying you went to school, bro. That's it. Now I could have took and dropped my head and been like, oh man, well shoot, let me go ahead and get a job. And, you know, not no not going Popeyes and nothing like that or KFC or something, and just been a normal regular dude. Yeah. But I was like, nah, nah. You know what? I know I can do this. I'm not just gonna sit up and t accept. You know what's being given to me, which is a roadblock, saying I got certificate completion. Yeah. I worked at the shipyard over in Mississippi, lived with my godfather, and got off work every single day at four o'clock. Took night classes to get ready for a GED. So I was like, man, I'm at least get a GED. I'm not going to right with certificate completion. I can't do nothing with that. <laughs> so I worked at the shipyard, man, for a whole year. Got my GED, passed with flying colors. Because I was determined, because I was already battle tested. I said, you will not get me again. You don't, you don't burn me all the school, you're not going to burn me again. As soon as I passed that, bro, as soon as I passed it, I walked into the recruiter's office. I wasn't playing with him, bro, because I was working at the shipyard with my dad and my brother. And man, let me tell you, the shipyard ain't, ain't, it ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. That hot steel, and you down in holes, and you running rest machines, and you being talked to like you a slave and all that. I just like, now it's paying good money. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm riding around the drop top. I'm 19 years old and you can't tell me nothing because I'm balling. But I just wasn't happy. So as soon as I got my GED, I went straight to the recruiter's office, walked in, said, you know what, man? I'm ready to go do this thing. And I went to Marines, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Marine, he was on the phone. He was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He finished his call. And the Army guy came out like, hey, come on over here. <laughs> So, fast forward, man. I retired from the Army, man, back in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I retired from the Army, man. Uh, my truck was blown up, so they medically retired me out. Um, and from that point on, man, the whole time, you know, that I was on my last deployment in Iraq, I was going through a nasty divorce, like nasty separation from, a, from, a, from my ex-wife. I'm at war and literally, like, crying on my post. Because this woman is like torturing me, just like going like, you ain't never gonna see your kids. You ain't never gonna be nothing. Okay, you go those mental roadblocks going mm -hmm. up. Maybe I ain't gonna be nothing. Maybe I should just go out here and just walk in front of this bullet. Because what's the point? What's the point? I'm mentally being beat down, being told I ain't gonna see my kids. You know, we get out, I finally, they said, retirement 2009. I get, I move my family back into Pensacola. And man, I go through hell. It's bad, bro. I mean, it's bad, man. I mean, mentally beat down just every day, man, to the point where, you know, I'm just fed up. To where she calls the cops on me. I end up having to leave the house. So I leave the house, go stay with my mom and dad. It goes to my brother. I'm 
America, I'm giving you roadblocks now, so make sure y'all paying attention. Yes, sir. I go save my pants for the night, because it also says, walk away 24 hours, come back. Cool, no problem. Go to 24 hours. I come back, my house empty. She done packed up my two kids, loaded and, and sold, I guess, gave away everything she can give away. And I'm standing there going like, the house empty. House empty. Kids gone. Nothing in the house, man, and no lie for three days. I just laid there. I didn't eat nothing. I ain't drank nothing, man. I mean, I was just mentally gone. I had the blinds closed. I was in the dark. I, my phone was off. I was just like, man, I don't want to talk to nobody. And I just remember laying there, man, and I just went to myself like, yeah. I didn't get took out in Iraq. I didn't get killed over there. So I guess this is how it's got to end for me because I can't, I can't live like this. I was ready to go ahead and end it, bro. Suicide had creeped in my mind. I was ready to go. But something, and when I say something, the voice spoke to me. It said, get up. Get up? What's the point? Why do you need to get up for? Ain't nothing to do. Which one have you always wanted to do? So I had the little laptop in my room, and I'm sitting there writing. Um, something came up on my laptop. And it was just talking about, it was showing L.A. I think maybe it might have been like the Kardashians on or something. Like just showing the backdrop of L.A. I'm going like, man. man. Hmm. L.A. I always wanted to go to L.A., man. What, what's stopping me right now? My kids gone? She done left? I ain't got nothing here. And this was on Easter weekend. I went and seen my parents uh, over my brother's house. And I said, hey, y'all. I'm buying me a ticket. I'm going to L.A. One way. And I remember my mama said, we don't know nobody out there. What you going out there for? What's the point? I said, because that's what I'm supposed to be at. And they were like, well, what you going to do out there? I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. But some telling me I got to go to L.A. Bro, I got on, got on a plane, flew one way, flew into LAX. I had a duffel bag. That's all I had with all my earthly possessions. I left everything else at the house, sold it, whatever, gone. I land there. I'm just standing there as I get on the plane. I don't know where I'm going, what I'm supposed to do. Cab pulls up. Hey, where you going, buddy? I'm like, I don't know. He was like, you got to go somewhere. You just can't stand here. And I was like, man, I really just, come on, man. So, screw it. Got in the cab. We driving down. We riding through L.A., man, going through Hollywood. We said, so what do you want to do? I said, man, well, I was, you know, I always talk about being on TV, uh, you know, learning about the game. He was like, oh, I know a perfect place called a Chateau. And like that's where like people that come in, they go, they stay here, and they get in school, and you know they learn the entertainment, and they do auditions. I'm like for real. He's like, yeah, it's right over here in North Hollywood on Burbank Boulevard. Well, I said, okay, let's go. Once again, not knowing nothing, <laughs> just on faith, just riding. Ain't no roadblocks. I'm saying I'm just gonna do it. We pull up at the chateau. Got my my book bag, my bag on my duff bag. Walk in, and it's a room full of just. Up and coming, just like it's actors in there. You got musicians, you got like future producers, like these people that's in the game, bro. Like now, you subscribe to this podcast, okay? On what platforms? Apple, Spotify, everyone podcast on Apple, and YouTube. <laughs> Check it there you go, there you go. Now back to our regular schedule program. Yes, sir. So I walk in, man, and um, I sit down, and the guy sitting there, they like, man, look, bro, like, like, what's your name? I tell my name, stuff like that, man. And, you know, I just get to talking, and they tell me, man, it's just like, look, like, we got a school, man, you can go to called L.A. Film School, and you can kind of learn stuff there, 
All we got actors court. And you can go there and learn to be an actor. I said, well, shoot, let me try this acting thing out first. <laughs> so, man, I go into actors court, man. I do that for like two months. Man, I'm like the top student there. Like, I'm soaking stuff up like a sponge. Because, you know, as an actor, you've got to be able to live in your own truth. Yeah. you got to be able to reveal yourself. If you can expose yourself, those are the greatest actors. The ones who pull all the layers back and you see them for who they are. Because they can make any script come to life because there ain't no walls up. They can just live truthfully under imaginary circumstances. So, you know that, right? You already know that. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, I did that. End up, man, booking, um, got Glee. They put me on a show called Glee. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember but, Yeah, went on Glee, man. Um, and I got there, and the lady, she was like, that's cool, man. So, you're doing, you know, little, little stuff with Glee. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just here. My agent put me on it, and she was like, okay, that's what's up. She was like, but you need to be behind the camera. Like, you need to be showing people, like, you know, and learning this. Because that's where the money is. That's where the longevity is. Because you're going to get old. You're going to always want to stay in shape. You're going to always want to be, you know, you, you know, you're going to get old. You're going to chill out. Get your little bit good. Just chill out. Yes, you're going to be in front of the camera. You know what I mean? I don't knock on y'all, you know, in shape. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> but, uh, I ain't work out like I want to. Yeah. But, man, I took that advice. And, man, I went to L.A. Film School, bro. Uh, and, and I mean, I walked in that man, and I mean, I took everything they gave me, and I learned. I learned, bro. Like to the point where they just was like, "Dude, like you, you the supersede. Like you above everything we teaching you." Like I was like, "Cool, cool. That's what I want to hear." So once I learned the game, and then I interned for a couple people around there, man, I went on a game show called Downfall. All right, you can look at the episode on YouTube too. Went on Downfall, man. You know, did my thing on there, and as soon as that show ended. I said, you know what? I'm going back to Pensacola now. And, bro, I came back in 2000, what was that, 11? Don't 10, know. 11, something like that, came back? Yeah, remember that time. Remember that time right here? And I remember linking up with him. He was at the ship. I said, hey, bro, I got to learn the game, bro. Like, I know the acting side. I know the business side. I know the filming side. Man, you want to do something? Yeah. And we always called the old Thompson brothers. That's what they always called it because... When one did something, the other one right there with him. Yeah. That's that bond, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, man, we linked, bro. We started running. Yeah. We started running. Like I said, we started with the gospel shows. And not every show we did was amazing, sold out. Mm-hmm. Bro, we did some shows, but it was just mom and dad and Uncle Willie in the front row. Literally. Well, we would leave the show and go split a Whataburger fry. Yeah. Because we ain't made no money. But paid everybody else. Yeah. And we took the losses. And with roadblocks, man, that's what losses, you know, losses is part of roadblocks. Yeah. But think about it, do you stop? No. You keep going. We kept going, man. And then we ended up, man, we was like, let's step out, man, go to Mobile. Yeah. Went to Mobile, man, and packed the Mitchell Center out, USA Mitchell Center, with the Walls Group. Packed it out, bro, with a line. How long was that line? Man, I was actually thinking about that today. Yeah. Oh, uh, the line was almost it was like wrapped around the building. Yeah. Oh, Thousands of people up in there, bro. For sure, that two brothers with lower than a 600 credit score. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, let's put that out there too. Because, yeah, you need to get your credit up. You need to get up, work on it. Credit repair, do whatever you need. But two brothers with a lower than 600 credit score, with maybe, you know, a few dollars to rub together and walking yeah. on faith, put on one of the biggest shows that the Mitchell Center ever had. And did our thing, man. It kept going, like I said. And, Throughout that story I just told you, just from the beginning, a guy who didn't even have a diploma, 
from a guy who went through a nasty divorce, from a guy who didn't even know what the heck he was doing, took a chance and went to L.A. That's roadblocks. So no matter what your situation is, man, to whoever listening, man, no matter what your situation is, you think you got it bad, but somebody got it worse than you. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got it worse than you. But the difference is, they not giving up. Mm -hmm. They didn't quit. I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> if y'all know how to go roadblocks now, just keep holding on. That's it. That's it. Stop making excuses, man. Stop oh, yeah. making excuses of why you can't do something. Yeah. Just do it. And just do it, man. Just do it. Do it, bro. Yeah. I can't stand Nike, but just do it is a good slogan. It's right. Take them, they stole that. They line from a coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to get you on that, but y'all bought it. They might sponsor you one day. Yeah, they might pay, pay, they pay for it. You never know. Nike, if you want to sponsor me, holler at me. Get my biggest. But no, I want to thank. Man, Mr. Yule, Mr. Arrigo, 12 Round Entertainment and Manager of the Year Entertainment for yes. coming through for an episode from Boys and Men. Man, honestly, I'm blown away. Like, you know, we gotta get you on our show, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're not coming around, man. We come hey. off, uh, come off our break. Hey. Uh, put, put me in the ring. I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> hey, on, I'm ready for. Hey, now uh, that everything's done. I got mm -hmm. more time to actually yeah. do the things I want to do and I, I I love to do. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And honestly, this is something I love to do. So anytime I get a chance to, mm -hmm. oh yeah, just let me know. Time, place, location. That's it. I'm done. Let's make it, man. Yes, I'm mad because I'm going to be out of town with the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back with Manager of the Year yes. real soon. Real soon. Man, but like I like to say always when I close, dream big dreams because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you're going to fail? I want to thank y'all again for coming on. Thank y'all for listening. And y'all, peace, love, and happiness. We out. <laughs> I know that I'm different. Self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask. How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past. But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp. I'm in my zone, so now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in, so I rebel But I don't miss a beat